sham relates. Time release was capsules while I play the savage beast. Keep the boy getting left behind. Culture shark, fuck yourself, choke yourself. Gotta get them out of here now. Infected exo with hat. You get it? Real pathetic. Quarantine the virus, go on long. Culture shark, culture shark, fuck yourself, choke yourself. You need to vibrate higher so you can capture the opening of the portal that connects this Earth of 3D to one Earth of 4D or 5D. Going to the 5D. You're listening to Mutiny Radio. It's 2 o'clock. You know what time it is. It's time to talk about all kinds of things. On Some Call Me Tim! Alright, it's Some Call Me Tim here. It's 2 o'clock on a COVID Wednesday, the 15th, not tax day. Supposed to be talking with someone about God. They're not here. No one's here. I didn't book anybody. I'm terrible. I'm hoping that we're all Kaufman slides through. Uh, we'll keep our six feet distance and give him a clean, fresh microphone cover. Maybe he'll bring his own microphone. Wouldn't that be impressive? But uh, hopefully he'll be on his way. Until then, we're going to listen to Death Grips, their full mixtape, Ex Military. I love the Death Grips now. Thanks, Westworld, for introducing me to everything good in my life. Okay. Uh, hey, I'll be back. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. This is Some Call Me Tim on MutinyRadio.fm.
talking way too much, he could get out and get fucked up, what's going on, where's it at, make some calls to make it crack, let's see, I need money, drugs, and ride in a spot with hot wind and suck, the mission, to get all of the involved in a limited amount of time, I can do this and it's done, like that we're on our way, be it acid on the tongue, cocaine in your brain, or some weed that hits your lungs like a runaway train, hell yeah, from DMT to MDMA, got all this shit and more, so till dawn, we're okay, but anyway, fuck a line every time, get in, get a drink and lose the minds, all eyes on the dime that makes your dick wanna grind, know you got a good what's going, cause everything is glowing, skirt so short, her ass is showing, and she's looking so you knowing you can get it tonight, but there's so much around, let's take your time, do it right. As you keep getting higher, life looks like they're on fire. Soon all that's left of you is your most primal desires. Ass clapping, dick sucking, lock the door to the bathroom. Quick fucking, find a hole and it can happen. But it's nothing, cause you're drunk and they'll be blacking out before you even get a chance to think about what you're doing. I want it, I need it, need it to make me feel heat and shake it, get take it, must break it, break it off there when I say this. I want it, I need it, need it to make me feel heat and shake it, get take it, must break it, break it off there when I say this. I want it, I need it, need it to make me feel it, take it, get take it, must break it, break it off there when I say it. Getting looser and looser and looser and losing yourself in the groove that has the whole party moving your crews and you don't know what you're doing and you don't give up cause you're so good up your throat, eat up and keep on riding cause your timing is on and that fine when it's on you, it's time to get gone, you pour up in it to yawn till it's finished, come on, get more twisted and bombed to death, pour till it breaks, start to ponder and wreck, me I'm all about the facts. But it takes all kinds, so pay no mind to the text. Wanna hear that song? You know the one with the face that makes the asses gyrate. Forget to hydrate, till they're so fucked up they take off all of their clothes and whip. It on me like my body's made to fix when they're lit. You got the ones on the grill or between their hips. But either way, I'ma say, I really don't give a shit. Long as it's somewhere, oh, and they promise not to dare. We could do this like an orange in the bowels of air. Whatever, Lucy's have a horny and her pussies don't smell. Ugh. Where's it at? I want it, I need it, need it to make me feel heated, shake it, can't take it, must break it, break it off there when I say this. I want it, I need it, need it to make me feel heated, shake it, can't take it, must break it, break it off there when I say this. I want it, I need it, need it to make me feel heated, shake it, can't take it, must break it, break it off there when I say this. I want it, I need it, need it to make me feel heated, shake it, can't take it, must break it, break it off there when I say this.
Responsibility's cool, but there's more things in life. Like getting your dick wrote all fucking night. I'm the kind of girl that knows how to keep her shit tight. Legs in the air looking like they feel nice. Volcano pussy melts your feet like ice. And the drugs got you going back for more cause you're lost. I just can't get enough for that complex when I run. It's time to find one and take one. Right now, it's time to find one and make one set. I'm damn, think I just found one about to break one off. Meanwhile, hallucinating crazy getting lost for miles. May have gotten too fucked up cause I forgot how to smile. Gonna have to do the shit you Morrison style. Will it work? Probably not, but it's worth a try. First hot one I see with sex in her eyes will be the hot one I need to take home with me tonight. Wish me luck, give me death, and I'll talk to you later. And when I do, let's tell my story isn't all about haters. Where's it at? Cause I want it like man. Got the drugs, but need a hot one that'll make me go, damn. What's the most banging guts that I ever have smashed? If you got it, push it up on me, cause I'm feeling that ass. Know what I mean? Where's it at? I want it, I need it, need it to make me delete it, shake it, can't take it, must break it, break it off, yeah, when I said it. Beyond, beyond, I want it, I need it, need it to make me delete it, shake it, can't take it, must break it, break it off, yeah, when I said it. Beyond, beyond, I want it, I need it, need it to make me delete it, shake it, can't take it, must break it, break it off, yeah, when I said it. Beyond, 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 beyond. I want it, I need it, need it to make me delete it. Take it, can't take it, must break it, break it off. Yeah, when I say this, yes. I want it, I need it, need it to make me delete it. Shake it, can't take it, must break it, break it off. Yeah, when I say this.
I said, are you so funny? I said, yeah. I can't see anyone else smiling. Yeah. 
Hey everybody listening to Mutiny Radio, this is Some Call Me Tim, I'm your host Pam Benjamin. We're here, we're going to be doing a Zoom call with a bunch of actors who are going to be reading a Warhol Kaufman script, maybe one of mine we'll see, or if we're going to save that one for later, but uh, right now enjoy some more music from the Westworld soundtrack. This is Fischer Spooner, Emerge.
you're here on a Tuesday with a uh, zooming zoomy zoom zoom here on some call me Tim hey zoomers say something so we can hear you on the radio how's it going Hello, there everyone. we go okay there's some voices greetings world all right so who do we have here on the zoom call we've got Warhol Kaufman obviously we have pancake Shane Kenny, who else? Who's the other uh, rogue agent here? Pete Lacey, aka Lacey Waistband. Oh, Lacey Waistband! All right. So, showing up for my uh, community service here. Thanks, everyone. Sweet, Lacey Waistband. So uh, it looks like we've got a couple scripts, packets. Uh, Wasn't sugar and tobacco what? Started the slave trade. What you saying, Peckerwood? Cracker? Towers over tiny, other inmates stand. What does going down a, on a 90-year-old bitch taste like? Depends. Hispanic gang <laughs>, laughs and claps tiny on the shoulder. Hey, bueno sabor. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Jade, will you be the loudspeaker? I'm sorry, who am I? Will you be the, yeah, the loudspeaker? Yep. Line up, hands by your side. Back to your cells. All the hard men soften into sheep and line up dutifully. Well, this is some animal farm. Jade, will you be the guard? Sure. You want something to laugh about? All men are equal, but some are more equal than others. Pablo, the roommate. Did I not cast the roommate? I'll be Pablo. Oh, okay, cool. I thought you was Pablo. I, I, I thought you were gambling for sugar. Tiny shakes head. The inma inmates file out. Interior, Tiny Pablo's cell. Pablo is on his bunk. Tiny pees into a bucket and hides it back under the bed. Yo, check the Puno essay. Add mass sucre, dulce. The more sugar, the more borracho. What I do for this shit? He opens the toilet, stirs, adds ingredients. The toilet concoction looks like lumpy blood with floating raisins and bits of fruit. A sickly sangria. <laughs> Tiny closes the lid. Suspiciously like we shopped up the last guy and forgot the flusher. We're flushing him bit by bit. Bruno, this is how a pequeño like us keeps his culo off the menu. Yeah, you're a spiceno. Spiqueño. Right. Oh, you're murdering my script. <laughs> Spiqueño. A tiny fucking Mexican. <laughs> oh, oh, who are you calling tiny, tiny? Pablo grabs at his dick and flashes a middle finger. It is tattooed with the number 14. He points at the toilet. This is the shit that will save you in here. Just like Jesus turning shit into wine. Yeah, but for a price, I ain't no fucking Jesus. Five loaves, two fishes for free. All right, Chinga Magre. I'll keep pissing in the bucket without. Close it up, Edmondo. They're coming. 
Wouldn't want to cast our pearls before swine. All right, we just got another uh, person on the call. Hi, Elizabeth Stanton. Elizabeth Stanton. Hello. Hey. Hi. How are you? Doing good. We're trying to figure out. It, this has been um, confusing because Warhol kind of put things together, and then people joined in the group, and then no one was here, <laughs> and then people were here, and then they left. And I've got people calling me, and I'm like, I can't answer the phone and do this at the same time. It's too much. So I feel um, guilty because I called you. Okay, this sounds I, – I don't know if you realize this. The website doesn't work 90% of the time. What website? The PRC Collective thing. Oh, the live stream. Yeah, it doesn't work. I know. It's been making me crazy. They, My tech guy keeps rebooting it and rebooting it. Is it not working right now? It doesn't my, work now, and it doesn't work phone, on either. On my phone, I use uh, Internet Radio Box. And it's streaming? Oh. Yeah. So it's our server so, that's it fucked doesn't, up. It doesn't, it doesn't work on the PRC, and it doesn't work on the app. Because the app takes it from the PRC, and the server is down. And she just yeah, said see. she re-kicked it. Ugh, I hate it when this stuff happens. But you, you can listen on some, there's another, it's working. So that's the thing. So the stream is work working, but the server is down. Ugh. Oh. Yeah, I just, I was, I wanted to hear you guys. So I was like, I'll just tune into the Zoom and hear on mute. <laughs> ah. Well. Thank you. I was like, I'll just Oh wow. See there we are. It does work. I can hear I can hear yeah. the um Oh wow. It's so weird because yeah. I can hear the echo now of myself as I say it through it's, the other person's um, app. I used the one called VLC on my phone. But I can't get it to work on in a browser. <sighs> Fuck man. Anybody anybody know this the ways of science? It's just a it's uh so well, thanks Elizabeth for making that making me aware of that. So right now we just I, I feel bad. I just wanted to be a fly on the wall, but I was like, hey. <laughs> oh no, no, hey, uh, welcome. I I want to read um, Warhol's script because that's what we're here for. But he might have been calling me, and I um I just I hey, couldn't Shane. answer the phone. Uh, Running out of time, this meeting will end. In 10 minutes, visit blah, 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 blah to upgrade. Oh, they're saying they're going to, this is so funny. They're saying they're going to, they're going to cancel us. So <laughs> who's going to cancel you? No, Zoom. So the, here's the thing. These Zoom meetings aren't, they're free, but only a certain amount of time. So when Warhol's like, let's do this, let's fucking do this. I'm like, all right, let's do this. And I set it up and then I plug it all in. But so now the problem is that we're going to run out of time before anything can happen because I'm not gonna I'm not willing to upgrade. I won't pay for it. So time is meaningless. What happened? I there was double double speak. Just restart a new Zoom room right after. Oh oh my god, Elizabeth Stanton. You're a fucking genius. That's I, is this is this news to you? You can yes. just, just well because the system. So instead of continuing the same one, you just have to press Sorry, I just got a bing bing. Yeah, just press make a new meeting and then share it to the group again. Everyone reconnects. It just takes like one minute or less. Genius. Ah. I'm a Jew. I figured out a solution to everything. If, if Starbucks ever reopens, I can tell you how to get free coffee forever. Oh. 
Uh, hey, ha say something amongst yourselves. I have to do a little text really quick. Anyone got any new good Corona jokes? I have a lot of Corona jokes. I don't know if they're good, more so just coping mechanisms. Well, I mean, yeah. that's the point of comedy, really. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised once the clubs open up again if everyone has a take. Everyone has a hot take on the corona. Look, Is I it wrong that I'm already sick of all the virus jokes and poetry we're going to be hearing for the rest of our lives? Well, so. you know, on the bright side, at this point, more people have died in this than 9-11, so maybe all the freaking snowflakes will finally be like, oh, well, uh, I, I guess I can't be offended by comedy comparatively. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know if anyone in this group is considered a snowflake. Um, I'm a beautiful butterfly. Yeah, I've been but seeing that's, butterflies. That's different. I've been I've been seeing butterflies. Hey, Warhol in just the, said hey to the group. Yeah, he's got to set up uh, his own Zoom because this one's gonna die in a second. <laughs> yeah, just make a new Zoom group. Make a Zoom. Make a um, new. Make a new group. I'll find. I'll I'll put on some music here at the radio because we're. Uh, because we're still trying to live all the pearls, dropping all the pearls here. Uh, anybody have any songs they like that they would want to play on the radio right now? Requests? Requests? Beatles? Oh. Anything by Radke? Yeah, Beatles? Okay. I'll play it. I'll play a little. A little. We'll, we'll see what, what comes up. That's favorite band ever. That's, I guess, everybody. Uh, Come on, Pam, you gotta play some Joe Exotic. I don't know who <laughs> that is. Uh, I don't know. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one who hasn't watched that shit. <laughs> it's the Tiger King. Yeah, no, I, I'm well aware because of memes, I just have better uses of my time and intake of knowledge. You kind of look like one of
she really done me Ooh, she done me She done me good I guess nobody ever really done me You're listening to Mutiny Radio. Hey, I'm getting everything together. That was just some Beatles. We're going to play some psychedelic first because I want to while we're getting the Zoom room together. Because I like the psychedelic first.
well here and so and so I... billy yeah do you want to be mick yeah sure i'm trying to um trying to get this link open did you send yeah. it to the messenger app uh yeah, i'm gonna try to send it again all right thanks warhol good luck <laughs> So this, if people people are listening in the listening audience, this is the third installment of Mick. We've read it twice before, but just the beginning and then the second part, and we're back with Warhol's been writing feverishly in his house, inspired by the demons inside of him to write Adam a wire-slash-Dexter coincidable thingy. We've got plastic, yeah. we've got dentist, we've got dentist office offices, we've got autopsy rooms, we've got people flying off of freeways. We got all that stuff. Uh somehow I don't know how the dentist is gonna weave itself in, but we'll see. I know, right? <laughs> What's happening? Um yeah, so there's like there's an end now. <laughs> there's an end. Yeah, there's an end now. Nathan says he's going to be on in two minutes. Okay. If you want to keep continuity of Mick. Um, I'm yeah, I'm down. It's your hey, it's it's your world, Kaufman. You're put well, us. Well, we in don't it. have continuity on the recordings because uh, Chris Volker did it first. That's right. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. No, not really. So right. yeah, I think Billy would would do a great Mick. Okay, cool. Well, who else do you need to cast? Am I still the captain? Um, the you could be the captain. Yeah, I will scroll down here and see. Uh, I need an Abraham. Um, I think Nathan, if he's in the room, could be Abraham. If he's not, he's um, coming. He said two minutes. Uh, who else do I need? I need a uh Clarence. Okay. Um, any middle-aged men parts? Middle-aged white guys? You want to be Clarence? I don't. I don't mostly write race into my scripts. Okay. Um, right, Clarence, uh, I'm in. And then, let's see. Sean, do you want to be all the different guards? Uh, sure. Sounds fun. There's a bunch of different guards, and they have different descriptions, but you could just be all of them. Awesome. Cool. Uh, and then I'm gonna need a Nancy. Uh, Jen, are you, do you have a mouth or no mouth? I have a mouth, but I'm still working. She's working. Yeah. All right. She doesn't so want to good. do double task. Jade, Jade, do you want to be Nancy? There you go. Sure. All right. Uh, I need a kind-eyed waitress. Pam, do you want to be the kind-eyed waitress too? I would love to be the kind-eyed waitress. <laughs> okay. That's um, my kind we voice. can start there. Uh let's see. I need a Professor Gatwood. Uh Sean, you want to be Professor Gatwood also? Yeah, I'm down. Cool. Um Who's the narrator? I I like you. I think you're doing great. I'm the narrator. All right. And then from there we can fill in. I'll do Steve. Steve. Okay, well, Steve. We need uh, Nathan for Abraham. Okay, Steve. All right, here we go. 
Inst- what uh, what page? Page thirty. We're gonna start on thirty. Yeah. I'll give everybody a second to get. Hey, everybody, if you're just tuning in to mutinyradio.fm, we're reading part three of Mick, written by Warhol Kaufman. Today, Mick will be played by Billy Sullivan. Interior Mid City Public Hospital front desk night. A pretty young nurse with a clipboard walks down the hall. Mick touches her shoulder. I'm sorry, page 30 is not coinciding with that. Oh, it's yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not? No. Uh, oh. I thought 29 you... at the bottom is yeah, Abraham's car. And on page 30, it says Mick enters the hospital. And then. If you're in the Google Doc, I think that's accurate. It, it might be yeah. different than the PDF. I got, I got on top of page 30, Mick drives towards the river. Oh. Yeah, I have that as well. Mick drives toward the river. Are you in the PDF? They must uh, I'm be. in the Word doc. Hold on. Yeah, you're in the Word doc. Yeah, so that's yeah, the, the Word doc. It's the Word doc is instead of the Google doc. So okay. the numbers are going to be different, but the script should be pretty much identical, should be the same. So they have to search for it. <laughs> what am I searching for? Uh, do I go backward or forward? Um, no, I th- where where you started is where I want to start. They oh, just okay. have to uh, figure out how that corresponds to the Word document because uh, I sent the can Word you, document. Can you so read I- the first line again? Interior Mid-City Public Hospital front desk night. A pretty young nurse with a clipboard walks down the hall. Mick touches her shoulder. Excuse me. Even nurse. in Google Doc, the page 30. Just go. Uh, it says 30 at the bottom of the page. And 29 at the top. I don't know why it would be different. Right. Mine says a cab pulls up to the station. Mick okay, that's we can go from there. There's one line yes. before that. That's All right, perfect. What, what page is that? Okay. What page that's is that? a very slight distinction, you guys. You just got to find the words. It's perfect. Here we go. Okay, so yeah. exterior, 12th Street Precinct yeah. Station night. Wait. A cab pulls up to the station. Mick gets out of the cab and walks inside. Interior, 12th precinct front desk night mick approaches the guard at the desk that's it <sighs> where do i talk to do we know where we are yeah i don't know where i am too guys i'm only i can only access the word document i'm sorry uh it should just be a couple lines down who do I talk to um, about borrowing an auction car? That's the. That's where we are. Warhol walks around. I'm walking around. In the Word doc, that is page 29. Yes, they're very close. I did some reformatting. Yeah. He accelerates the car. A hot rod muscle car pulls out of the driveway and peels off down the street. Oh, good. We can go hot from there. Exterior freeway night. Hot rod muscle car accelerates down the freeway, weaving between other vehicles, passing everybody. An undercover siren wails. Blue and red lights flicker in the back window. Exterior Reinhold Memorial Garden Gate night. Hot rod muscle car slows and the siren quiets. Blue and red lights dim. The car pulls gently toward the driveway, parking in shadow. Mick exits the car and walks up the driveway. Exterior Reinhold Memorial Garden main house night. 
Mick walks around the back of the main house and finds a basement door. Mick surveys his surroundings and breaks the padlock on the basement door. Mick enters the basement. Interior Reinhold Memorial Crematorium Night. Mick stands in the shadow and examines the basement. Exterior Rheingold Memorial Garden Gate Dawn. Mick, shaken, unlocks hot rod muscle car, climbs in, and drives off. Exterior Freeway Dawn. Mick drives towards the river. Exterior River Overpass Dawn. Mick smokes a cigarette and eyes sunrise on the river. He reaches into one of his coat pockets and retrieves a Montblanc pen inscribed with the word Rabobank. Mick examines the pen thoughtfully. Exterior freeway dawn, hot rod muscle car accelerates and takes an exit. Exterior downtown public library dawn, hot rod muscle car parks halfway in a spot and half on the sidewalk. Mick exits the car and approaches the library. The library is closed. Mick lights a cigarette. Interior downtown public library entrance day. Mick enters the public library smoking a cigarette. He drops the cigarette and steps on it, stamping it out. Interior downtown public library archives day. Mick speaks with an aged and decrepit archival librarian. Interior microfiche workspace day. Mick sits at a dim and dusty workstation scrolling through headlines. Sophia Rheingold battered wife. Robobank. Embezzles scandal, Leibowitz, Ryan Gold, Love Triangle, Triangold, Mayor Star Council, the Delia Conwood, Mayor Grisham Prego disaster, sex assault at City Hall, Conwood resigns amid scrutiny, Memorial Magnet, Ryan Gold's waterfront legacy, Sergeant Clooney heads downtown task force, Minos Ryan Gold's hot new club in the city. Interior microfiche workspace evening, Mick stands, wiping his brow. Interior Downtown Public Library Archives Evening. Mick walks to a vending machine. He chooses an item and waits. Mick's phone beeps. Mick belches and heads to the bathroom. Interior Downtown Public Library Bathroom Evening. Mick enters the bathroom. A homeless man shaves and bathes himself in the sink. Mick turns away out of disgust or respect. The man with a bandana over his face clubs Mick over the head. Interior Downtown Public Library Bathroom Night. The head librarian nudges Mick with her foot. Mick's face is bruised and swelling. Happy Wednesday. Excuse me, sir. The library is closing. Well, we're closed. Exterior downtown public library night. Hot rod muscle car has been torched and the windshield shattered. Mick's coughs and dials his phone. Exterior, exterior freeway on-ramp night. Abraham's car accelerates onto the freeway. Interior, Abraham's car night. Mick smokes out of the passenger window. Abraham lectures him. You just can't get enough, can you? You're a fucking fiend for goddamn disaster. Oh, um, and Warhol, uh, Nathan's here now if you want him to be Abraham. Oh, Nathan, you got the script? Yeah, oh, yeah. what, uh, what page? 30, bottom hey, 33 in the Google Doc. It's, 30, it's top of 32 if you're on Word. Uh, oh, fuck. I just well, let's it. let's go back to the beginning of the Abraham scene then. I had to just read so much. Uh, interior uh -huh. Abraham's car night. Mick smokes out the passenger window. Abraham lectures him. I'm almost there. Almost there. I'm trying to figure it out. What was... Bottom uh, of 33 if you're in the Google Doc. 
bottom. Well, I just I'm, I just have it open on my fucking thing. Hold on. Page thirty-three doesn't have the page numbers. <laughs> then Why would then it? you're in the you're in the other one, which is page top thirty-two. Am I gonna have to just? <laughs> if you can't find the page number, look for thirty-two. <laughs> There's no page numbers. <laughs> it's just one big long page. <laughs> just start throwing numbers at him. He'll find it. Did you write this on a fucking receipt? Scroll, <laughs> actually. Uh, in Google Doc, it has numbers now. It does. Know. I'm on the bottom of thirty-three. I don't know what you're looking at. That's just. Maybe just refresh your page. This isn't a page. This is the actual open. document. Hold on. Let me go to the Google Doc here. Yeah. Interior. Oh, Abraham's shit. car. Night. Mick smokes out the passenger window. Abraham lectures him. Oh, there we go. Sweet, sweet page numbers. <laughs> God, you're fucking prolific, huh? I wrote like 50 pages in a day and a half after we recorded the last one. Damn, man. Looks, so you man. just you just have you had drugs, huh? Like how much pot did you No, I mean I, I always smoke a lot of pot, but um it's better the the quickest I wrote before was a feature feature length script in 2 weeks, but this was like 80 pages in a week, I guess or something. This so we're on page 33. Bottom of 33. Uh, approximately, yeah. Bottom of 33. Interior, Abraham's car, night. Mick smokes out the window. Abraham lectures him. Got it. Okay. Oh, beer. Got it. Abraham lectures him. Yeah, that's where we are. You're Abraham. Wait, I am? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was Mick last time. That's I know true. last time, but you got hey, you got recasted, you got punk. Late right. <laughs> in the room. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. You just can't get enough, Kenny. You're a fucking fiend, goddamn disaster. Hey, Abraham stares. I'm not losing you. my job for you. You know that. I think I'm on to something. You look like you're on to something, and I'm only letting like I'm only letting you smoke in here because you smell worse than that fucking cigarette. Matter of fact, take this. Looks like you need to wake up. Abraham searches around the car, finds a can of Red Bull, and hands it to Mick. Mick winces, cracks the can open, and sips. I don't want to tell you this. I shouldn't tell you this, but goddammit. Okay, I'm going to tell you. I don't want you to do the right thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want you to do the right thing, but you won't. Fuck, Mick. Fuck. Shit. If you're taking shots at the mayor and oversleeping in the task force jurisdiction, Clooney <laughs> isn't any <laughs> isn't anyone to fool with either. So don't tell me. Abraham stares Mick down, simultaneously watching the road. Fuck you. You're a real asshole. You know that. You think you're the only good cop in this world? What world <laughs> is that? Jesus Christ, Mick, listen. There's a briefcase. From what I hear in evidence lockup downtown, it came in a few weeks ago, and the mayor's all hot and bothered, I'm told. So I haven't seen it. It has a monogram. 
So, well, what's the monogram? Abe, hey, Abraham, tell me what it is. H-C-B. Mick sips the can of Red Bull. He spits out the window and throws the can to the side of the road. I would have drank that. Mick pulls a can of beer from his coat pocket, cracks the can and takes a sip, then offers it to Abraham, who shakes his head, giving Mick a dirty look, then takes the can, sips the beer, and gives the can back to Mick and laughs. Let me tell you what I, what I think I know. And then I need your help. Abe. Look, when I transferred here, it wasn't easy for me either. You got to get a place, man. You've been living like an animal. You didn't leave to get away from the bullshit and get into honest work. Shit, man. Can't you just bust the drug dealers and not get cops and politicians? It seems like the same thing. This whole thing is a landfill. Well, why don't you just lay it on me? I'm looking into this dentist, Leibowitz. He operates by Midtown, and supposedly he moves in pretty schmancy circles. Actually, Mick pulls out his phone and dials. Nancy, can you do something for me? Right now. Okay, I'll text you. Mick fumbles with his phone while he speaks. I want to look into him, this, uh, this missing person, Bedelia Conwood who used to work at City Hall. I think this mugger from my subway bust, what if he didn't get away? Maybe it wasn't a hit on Beauregard, man. Instead, what if it was a snitch? What if it was a snatch and grab gone wrong? Our mugger gets spooked, doesn't see the truck, or he could have tripped, maybe pushed? If Heathcliff was tied to tied to ring holes. He could have been overseeing a sizable amount of liquid assets. I mean... What in the fresh hell does this have to do with me? Mick hands the beer can to Abraham, pulls another from his coat pocket, and cracks it open. Exterior 12th Precinct Station night. Abraham's car pulls up. Mick exits the car, walks around to the front, and whispers conspiratorially to Abraham through the driver's side window. Interior 12th Precinct Station front desk night. Mick approaches the desk, flashing a smile. Is the auto guy in? <laughs> Exterior 12th Precinct Station night. Abraham sits in his car outside the station. A bus clunker lurches out from the driveway. Mick rolls down the driver's side window and gestures to Abraham. I'll see you there. Busted clunker weaves off down the street. Abraham slowly pulls off and drives into the darkness in the opposite direction. Exterior Club Minotaur night. A crowd flows from sidewalk onto the street in front of an absolutely packed Club Minotaur. Busted Clunker pulls up at discreet distance and parks by a large homeless encampment. Interior Busted Clunker night. Mick stares at the club crowd for a long time. He sips a can of beer. Mick's phone beeps. He fumbles for his phone and spills the beer all over himself and the car. Mick throws the beer out the driver's side window. Right. Exterior club minutes are night. Busted clunker revs to life and jerkily pulls out, making its way around the corner. Exterior downtown police station headquarters night. 
busted clunker pulls up and parks in front of a fire hydrant. Mick opens the door, exits the car, and closes the door. Mick's clothing is stained, sticking out of his to his body, sticking to his body. Mick's phone rings. Yes. Okay. We have to get those records. I Nancy. All right, just it's a problem. Try to look around and see if you can find a supply closet. Good. That's great. Fine. So this is what we're going to do. I need you to pull the fire alarm. Mick walks around the corner, still on the phone. Exterior, downtown police headquarters, loading area, night. Mick walks down the driveway. Interior, downtown police headquarters, locker room, night. Mick walks into the locker room stripping off his clothes and tossing them into the wet counter by a leaky faucet. Interior downtown police headquarters bathing area night, Mick showers luxuriously. Nice. I get used to this. Interior downtown police headquarters locker room night, Mick exits the bathing area, lifts a towel from the floor, and dries off. The dressing area is empty. We hear sounds from the shower. Mick sees a rumpled police uniform hanging from one locker. He smiles, putting on the uniform. The uniform includes a flashy security card with a metallic strip and barcode. Mick walks up a flight of stairs. Interior downtown PD HQ stairwell night. Abraham stands in the stairwell with two paper bags of differing sizes. Look, I'm just trying not to bump into Clooney, okay? And don't steal anything unless you absolutely have to. I have no idea you were here. No clue. And you have to return that uniform quick. Okay, I brought you some clothes. No promise they'll fit either. Abraham hands Mick the larger bag. Mick glances inside, then stashes it in the stairwell behind a trash can. All you have to do is disrupt the local CPU until it switches to, I'm assuming, a remote mainframe. That should give us enough uh, time. I'm sorry, you're assuming? I looked it up. The library is an amazing place, although it can be dangerous. If this plan fails, I'll fucking show you dangerous. Abraham flashes his service weapon and a cold stare, then pulls a can of soda from the small bag and cracks it open. Interior downtown PD HQ security and surveillance night. Abraham carries the can of soda and a small paper bag into a surveillance area full of monitors and expensive looking equipment. A bored looking guard studies the monitors. Charlie, you want my extra sandwich? Sure. What are you doing here? Abraham shrugs, tries to hand over the paper bag, and fumbles the soda, spilling it onto the main CPU. Fuck. Interior downtown PDHQ evidence lockup night. Mick approaches a heavyset guard and offers him a cigarette. Jake said you needed a cigarette break or something. Jake who? Never mind. Guess you met someone else. No concern of mine. Mick turns slowly and begins to walk away. Wait. Actually, I mean, if you don't mind. Mick turns back and offers the cigarette. Heavyset guard takes it. Thank you. You might as well get some coffee while you're at it. Heavyset guard nods and walks out the door. Mick glances around then uses the flashy security card to enter the electromagnetically locked evidence room. 
Interior electromagnetically locked evidence room night. Mick enters the door locks behind him. Mick tries the handle to no avail. Mick uses the flashy security card to unlock the door, opens it, and peers outside. Mick closes the door and turns to examine the locked evidence room. Interior, downtown PD, HQ, security, and surveillance night. Abraham pulls napkin from paper bag and wipes down the equipment and the bored-looking guard he has spilled soda upon. Shit, man. I'm sorry. I haven't slept. Sandwich is real good, though. Did I break it? Bored-looking guard gives Abraham an incredulous look. No, it's it's rebooting. More than I can say for my shirt. Abraham pulls a $100 bill from his wallet. New shirt? Interior, downtown, PD, HQ, evidence lockup room night. Mick exits the electromagnetically locked evidence room, closing the door behind him. The room is empty. Mick scrolls through the newest photographs on his phone, images of the monogrammed briefcase and myriad photos of its content. The heavyset guard enters. Mick puts the phone away. All good? If I can ever pay you back. I'll think of something. Mick walks out of the room. Interior, downtown, PDHQ, locker room, night. Mick carries a paper bag into the locker room and hastily removes the uniform, hanging it back on a different place where he found it. Mick dresses in clothing from the large paper bag, leaving the bag behind. Mick's outfit is ill-fitting and disheveled. Mick holds his hands as if in prayer. Thank you. Mick walks out of the room. Exterior downtown PDHQ Dawn. A tow truck driver is loading the busted clunker onto its truck bed. Abraham approaches the corner where Mick's parked the busted clunker. Mick rounds the corner from the other side of the block. Both men observe the tow truck driver. You owe me 100 bucks. Mick approaches the tow truck driver. Whoa, whoa, hold on, buddy. I'm a cop. That's mine. Abraham walks up slowly, then men flash their badges. No bueno. <laughs> Exterior freeway dawn. Busted clunker heaves and drags along the freeway. Exterior suburban condo dawn. Busted clunker in pulls into one of many available parking spaces in a brand new, partially under construction townhouse complex. Interior busted clunker dawn. Mick falls asleep with a lit cigarette in his mouth. Interior busted clunker day. Mick wakes and checks the time. Last night's cigarette has left burn holes in the Mick's borrowed clothing. Mick climbs out of the car and walks towards a sign reading, Open House, Families Welcome. Interior, empty suburban condo day. A realtor stands in the waiting room, or stands waiting through the open door of an unfurnished condominium so patiently that she must be faking. <laughs> Mick crosses the threshold. Sorry I'm late. Exterior Club Minotaur Day, Busted Clunker pulls up directly outside the club by a parking meter. Interior Busted Clunker Day. Mick checks the time, then leans on the Busted Clunker's horn. Mick continues to push the horn, varying the beeps to approximate a musical tune. The horn is surprisingly loud. Various shifty-looking vagrants begin to congregate at a safe distance across the street. The horn sound seems to interrupt the drug deal. A police car driving by slows to stare at the busted clunker. A long moment passes. Club Minotaur's side entrance opens squeakily. Clarence appears in the doorway. Detective, of course. How kind of you to join us. Won't you come in? Interior Club Minotaur day. Clarence pours a drink at the bar. 
perhaps I was unable to answer all of your questions the other day. Clarence offers Mick a drink. Mick accepts. When was the last time you saw Clara O'Donnell? Clara O'Donnell. She was working at, on staff at your crematorium before she died. You must have known her. Certainly, although Reinkold Memorial Gardens is in no way mine. Semantics. When did you see her last? Alive. Let me think. Uh, would you like another? Would answer the question. Perhaps I'm not the one you ought to ask, Detective. You see, Mick. You seem nervous. Actually, I am. It brings me no joy to say. Where's Minos? Why did the crematorium close? We had a break-in. Minos is away on business with Sophia. The business of avoiding jail. But I wanted to tell you. Mick lights a cigarette. Clara quarreled with her boyfriend just before her unfortunate disappearance. I happened upon them. Might have been Tuesday the 3rd. They were on a date and seemed upset. Herbert spoke of it also before. When did she die? Mick stares, puts his cigarette out on the bar and drinks. That's what I'm trying to figure. This bar was home from ancient Redwood. It's incredibly expensive. Shame. I better go. Exterior Club Minotaur Day, Mick leaves through the side door and approaches a huddle of people standing by a, the busted clunker. Hey, watch it. Police property. The crowd regards Mick menacingly. Mick unholsters his service weapon and fires a shot in the air. The crowd disperses. Mick holsters his service weapon, gets his phone out, and sends a text. Interior Daisy's Diner Day, Mick slouches in front of a plate of pancakes. A woman's purse... Sits on an empty chair. Abraham enters the cafe. Mick gestures over to him. Nancy steps out of the ladies' room, and three officers gather at Mick's table. You ready to skip school? What do you have? It's on me. Oh, they didn't fire me yet. Fire you? Never mind. He's joking. Mick lights a cigarette. A kind-eyed waitress sighs. Mick. Just a happy. You rascal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why am I here? Choreo? Perot. <laughs> Perot, here. Thinks he has some kind of plan. It's actually his plan. No, I... No, he's... All right. You want to look at the evidence first? Or do you want me to tell you the plan? Kind-eyed waitress puts down two more plates of pancakes and unclutters the table. Spit it out. I'm listening. Nancy hmm. and Abraham reach for their plates. This is for me. I'm kidding. Kind-eyed waitress glances back at Mix as she walks away. This fool found evidence of what looks like it could be either a network of human trafficking or infrastructure of identity fraud. I don't know what it is. Kind-eyed waitress returns with butter, syrup, and another set of silverware. 
it looks like this guy Clarence has been some kind of bagman for the Ringgolds for about a quarter of a century since the old man landed on our shores and before he died last year of medical complications. The article wasn't clear. What I need from you two, just clear my conscience on this. Kind-eyed waitress returns with the check, touches Mick lightly, and goes to the back. Apart from our impromptu squad, the diner is empty. Thanks, Daisy. Daisy rolls her eyes. Mm -hmm. Mick caught a video of this guy Clarence committing manslaughter at the hospital. You have the tape? On my phone. Not clearly. But on the hospital cameras, it's definitely him. So, get it from the hospital. I just came from Mid-City Public, some sort of magnet. Mm. Their hard drives have been erased, so we have to take Mick's word for it. I requested it when I was there. They said it would take weeks. Look. Mick pulls out his phone, plays a video, and hands the phone to Nancy. Nancy watches the video. Uh, yeah, that doesn't help. I saw. It was him. We can talk to the guard at the hospital. He saw. He'd never seen Clarence before. I'll get a photograph. What's his last name? I don't know. I honestly doubt the man's name is Clarence. There must be security camera footage by the Minotaur or outside Beauregard Law. Abe, I need, a, I need you to find whatever family you can for this guy, Herbert. The gravedigger's head was smashed in at the Ringgold's place before they shut down their cre crematorium. And find out what happened to the body. That's all? <laughs> Mick hesitates. <laughs> I, need a, I need you to go back and check on that briefcase in the evidence lockdown downtown. And let me know if the mayor comes around any time, or his people. Nancy, find out who still works at Beauregard Law, please. And track down any known relatives of the dental assistant, Clara O'Donnell. She disappeared. As far as I can tell, the third. Her body went into morgue last week on the 7th. I spoke with a boyfriend. Interview the dentist again. We'll see how, we'll see how much the story changes. Leibowitz, and if you go to Leibowitz, and if you go to the law office, don't let them know you're investigating. Tell them you're drawing up a, a will or putting together a trust. Have them. Oh, they just killed. They just killed our meeting. They just killed our meeting, and we were so close to the end. They just killed our meeting. We can start again. I think. Uh, there we go. I gotta start a new one. And I gotta share it with the group. I gotta share it with the group. You're listening to Mutiny Radio, and I'm doing two things at once. Look at me do two things at once. Look at me do two things at once. And then people text me, and I'm doing four things at once. And I'm also on the radio live and doing all the live things at once. All right. So if you're listening, we are here at Mutiny Radio. We're reading some scripts and letting everyone back into the room. This is Zoom Room 3. Zoom Room number 3. 
They keep making us have new Zoom rooms. Those crazy kids. They Zoom. Want, yeah. A Zoom, a Zoom, Zoom, and a boom, boom. And shake your butt. This is, um, this is really helpful, though. I really appreciate it. All I want to do is zoom, a zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. And shake your room. Oh, Everybody shit. remember that? Yeah. Billy's back. Nathan's back. Everybody's back. We are in the middle of his long. He's telling us all about it. Compliment. There we go. Leibowitz. We're at Leibowitz Law Office. But let's let's just take it back a little bit because I have to cut it together. Uh, Oh, just like a few lines or something. Wherever Billy wants to go from, uh, we're on the top of. Yeah, you had a long monologue, so you can pick it up from your monologue. Hey, hey, I'm back. Yeah, where you could pick it up from wherever you were in your monologue. Okay. All right. Um. Here we go. But Billy, we, just go go back a little bit because I have to cut it together. Okay, for sure, for sure. All right. I need you to go back and check on that briefcase in the evidence lockup downtown. And let me know if the mayor comes around anytime or his people. Nancy, find out who still works at Beauregard Law, please. And track down any known relatives of the dental assistant, Clara O'Donnell. She disappeared, as far as I can tell, the third. Her body went into morgue last week on the 7th. I spoke with a boyfriend. Interview the dentist again. We'll see how much the story changes. Leibowitz. And if you go to the law office, don't let them know you're investigating. Tell them you're drawing up a will or putting together a trust. Have them check in your mortgage agreement, anything you want. Have fun. Undercover. And if either of you hear anything about Club Minotaur or where the hell Ringgold or where the hell the Ringgolds are, I'd be a bit curious. Abraham plows into his pancakes. Well, fuck, Nikki. I'll be looking into whatever. I'll find out about that club in Minos. And who the fuck is Clarence guy? Is Jesus? And I have to track down some kind of information on Bedelia Conwood's disappearance. Look, whatever you found at the dentist's office, just leave it in my car. Mickey stands, throws car keys on the table, and walks toward the men's room. Abraham gives Nancy a sympathetic look. Well, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. There are photos on my phone. I have other. Nancy's phone rings. Well, Abraham leaves the diner. Nancy answers her phone. Yes. Reggie, cleaning up after Mick. No, it isn't my job. Kind-eyed waitress ends and begins tidying up. Let me know if you need anything. Okay. I will tell him that if I see him. Excuse me. Kind-eyed waitress retreats to the back. Nick, the captain wants to know why you felt the need to discharge your service weapon in Midtown this morning. But... I don't want to fucking know, asshole. Nancy leaves the diner. Kind-eyed waitress gathers dishes, cups, and utensils. Mick comes out of the men's room and drops cash on the table. He waves at kind-eyed waitress, who approaches and gives him a gentle kiss. 
Nick embraces kind-eyed waitress as the kiss depends, deepens. Oh. Kind-eyed waitress drops everything. The kiss continues. Exterior club minotaur day. The busted clunker pulls up outside the curb. Nick steps out, bangs on the side door. After a long pause, Clarence opens the side door. I apologize. I was forced to submit a report to your commissioner. Nick snaps a flash photo in Clarence's face. Exterior freeway day. The busted clunker races as fast as it can go. Exterior mid-city public hospital day. The busted clunker pulls up to the ER driveway. Interior mid-city public hospital security room day. Nick stands with a uniformed security guard. Where's the guy who was here the other day? I was around Tuesday or Wednesday night. Uh, I heard he got food poisoning. Exterior city hall day. Mick walks up the steps of city hall. He stops at the top to light a cigarette and survey his surroundings. Mick puts out his cigarette on a marble column and tosses it. Oh, there's more. Shit, sorry. Interior office of the mayor day. Mick stands in, in an empty office. Does anyone work here? Mick snoops around. He sees a desk with the little plate that reads personnel. Mick wanders over, taking photographs and notes. Interior City Hall Information Day. Mick speaks with an older woman. Is there a phone book around here? Exterior Gent Gentle Ministries Therapy Office Day. Sign outside reads Eudora Conwood Behavioral Sciences. Busted clunker pulls into the driveway of a home office. Exterior Eudora Conway's Porch Day. Mick stands speaking with Eudora Conwood. May I ask you about your daughter? Eudora Conwood, Conwood leads Mick inside to her office. Exterior Eudora Conwood's Porch Evening. The door opens. Mick emerges from the office. Mick lights a cigarette and looks at his phone. Exterior Mercy College parking lot evening. Busted clunker pulls onto campus and finds parking space. Mick exits the car and looks around. He flags down a security student, a scruffy student, gestures and lights a cigarette. Professor Gatwood, he's like over in King Psych Social Public Policy, something like that, maybe, man. I don't know. Sorry. Exterior King Building evening. Mick surveys the quadrangle. Interior Professor Gatwood's office evening. Mick knocks on the closed door, then pushes it open. Professor Gatwood sits at a desk working by lamplight. Professor, I'm here about Minos Ringgold. Did you know him? I'd like to ask you a few questions. Minos, uh, yes, I, I know him well. His father promised us a nation last year to renovate the Reinhold building. I spoke with Minos today. We made an appointment to have dinner this weekend. The Rheingolds are in town. I would assume so. What was Minos' relationship with his parents? Minos had a hard time. Growing up, money can't solve anything. You may have heard accusations of violence. Magnus was a harsh man. I personally believe those rumors were overblown by Sophia. Or the settlement. The court seemed quite sympathetic to her cause. I'm not sure Minos ever forgave either one of them. Magnus for his temper and for losing. Sophia for her brashness and the drinking, the foolishness. I'm sorry, what did you want to know, young man? 
Thank you, Professor. Nick leaves his card on the desk. Exterior 12th Precinct Station night. The busted clunker pulls into the driveway. Interior 12th Precinct impound shop night. Nick approaches a counter. He goes through coat pockets, finds a ticket, and hands it to the impound officer behind the counter. Hey. I left my car here the other day. Impound officer examines the ticket, checks the computer, and shrugs. It's not in the system. What? Exterior 12th Precinct Station night. Busted clunker pulls out of the driveway. Interior busted clunker night. Mick calls Nancy. The phone rings and rings. Mick texts Nancy. Meet me at Mordecai's. Exterior 12th Precinct Station night. Busted clunker lurches down the street. Interior busted clunker night. Mick calls Abraham. What do you got? Exterior freeway night. Busted clunker shudders along the freeway. Exterior Mordecai's table night. Abraham's car is parked by the entrance. Busted clunker double parks alongside. Mick exits the clump clunker and enters the restaurant. Interior Mordecai table night. Abraham waits for Mick at the bar with two drinks. Mick walks into the bar. Where's Nancy? What? I haven't seen her. Uh, Abraham leans to speak in quietly. What did you find out today? Well, hold on. Mick pounds his drink and rushes out the door. Exit Mordecai, exterior Mordecai's table <laughs> night. Mick gets into the busted clunker and wobbles down the road. Exterior Oppenheimer's lounge night. Busted clunker parks, blocking an ADA accessible ramp. Mick leaves the clunker and enters the bar. Interior Oppenheimer's lounge night. Mix drains his way through the crowded bar. He dodges dancers, hipsters, spilled beer, and flirtatious women to discover Steve at one end of the bar. Mick waves and Steve gestures over to him. Steve! What? Steve! Mick, the bastards, they fucking fired me. They let me go. No notice. Who's cutting the grass? That place is falling apart. I saw Clarence today. Buy you a beer? He's, he said you saw Claire last before his, her disappearance. Mick's phone beeps, a text from Abraham. Nancy is at Mid-City Public. Mick's jaw drops, aghast. He stands, throws cash on the bar, and puts his hand on Steve's shoulder to comfort Steve or steady himself. Sure. I saw her. I picked her up from the crematorium. Minos and Herbert screaming at each other. We came here. I have to go. Steve grabs Mick's arm and speaks slowly. She had a phone call, then got upset and left. That's when she broke it off. Mick leaves the bar. Exterior, Mid-City Public Hospital night. Mick stands up in the... Run, oh, Mick runs up the ER driveway. Interior, Mid-City, ICU, triage wing night. Mick stands next to Abraham, observing a bloody operation through double-paned glass. Brother, I don't think we have a case. <sighs> Briefcase just disappeared from our lockup. Well, isn't that, isn't that more suspicious? I, I don't know what else I can do. Abe. I, 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 I don't think I can. All we have to do. I can't. Inter interior Mid-City Public Hospital Records Archives night. Mick slinks into the archives quietly and unseen. He takes photos and notes, keeping an eye out for witnesses or danger. 
Interior Mid-City Public Hospital triage waiting room night. Nick watches a television on mute. Photographs of Nancy fill the screen. The Chiron reads, Officer down. City Hall press conference scheduled for noon. Nick checks the time. Exterior City Hall day. A press conference from Mayor Grisham on the steps of City Hall. Nick observes from a distance. As the mayor speaks, Nick approaches. I don't know who the mayor is. A hero was shot down today. We will update on her health as available, but Nancy Wilson is a hero in life or if necessary in death. Our officers know their lives are on the line and that's why Minos and Sophia Rangold have pledged to cover whatever costs arise from Officer Wilson's medical coverage. Nick begins to climb the stairs to City Hall. In other words, the city won't cover medical costs for its own employees. And Meanwhile, gentlemen, Nick advances closer to the mayor. What is your connection to the Rheingold family? Are you aware that Nancy Wilson was shot during the investigation into the Rheingold family? Is it true that your inaugural campaign was established with funds that Magnus Rheingold embezzled from his firm in Europe? Clooney, take care of him. Sergeant Clooney <laughs> moves from out of the crowd and gestures toward him. Several officers move to intercept. What about Herbert Jefferson? Did Magnus Rheingold die of natural causes? Who killed Bedelia Conwood? Was it your office that arranged Clara O'Donnell's disappearance? Numerous officers from Clooney's squad tackle Mick to the ground and restrain him. Exterior Clooney's paddy wagon day. Clooney's squad wrestles Mick into the paddy wagon. Interior Clooney's paddy wagon evening. The doors open and Captain Reginald appears. God damn it, Mick. What the hell is going on? Shut up. You're suspended. You know what to do. Mick pulls a beer from his coat pocket and cracks the can open for a sip. He stands, drops his gun and badge on the paddy wagon floor, pushing past Captain Reg to the exit the van. Exterior Clooney's paddy wagon evening. Mick steps down from the vehicle. He drains the beer can, crushes and tosses it, then sees Abraham leaning on Abraham's car. Interior Abraham's car evening. Abraham shares his newly gathered evidence with Mick. Not, Not that, that it, matters. it matters, but I guess something went down by the Beauregard Law Office. The Rheingolds hold major shares on the board of Mid-City Public. Minus is the chairman. How does that help you? Before she, before Nancy was, I got a text from her, from Officer Wilson, Sophia, Minos, Bedelia, and the mayor. They're all clients of Dr. Leibowitz. Nick. And I think Bedelia Khan would escape. Nick, it's, it's over. You have to let it go. They took my car, everything I own. I don't even have any clothes. They're yours. You can keep them. I don't, I don't want them. I want to put Minos away. You're barely even a cop right now, Mick. Just slow down. 
Are you going to help or not? You know what? Never mind. Oh. It gets out of Abraham's car. Exterior. 